0: Hey y'all, what's up, Grace Kane? This is your Anchor Q Quine. And I'm coming to you with a new episode. Basically, this episode is titled The Pursuit of Perfection. Um, what led me to this title was basically um in my morning reading, um, sometimes I go to the Bible app, sometimes I just go to the Bible, sometimes I read a book of devotion. And this morning I went to the Bible app and it came from um, humility. It was talking about humility, which led me to think of um, the struggle that some people have. um, I want to say we all had in our lives at one point in time. Um, Some people have been delivered from it. Some people are still struggling with it. Some people um, don't realize when it pops up either, um, is the pursuit of perfection. Um, which when you do have that pursuit of perfection, you kind of forget the humility of being imperfect. And so once you pursue perfection over and over again, you sometimes, which we have to be careful of. Believe that we can make moves without God. We believe that, um, that God is, um, not a necessity in your life, but an accessory in your life, and that is what, um, (laughs) you are highly mistaken. And we have to be careful to not allow ourselves to, um, make us so great and really pursue this image of perfection because of the world because of a deficit in your 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 soul that you have to cover it up by being per- perfect basically um this topic actually um can be a darn series to be honest it's so many areas and ways that people pursue after perfection that I can't really put in one, um, episode on my podcast, um, because it goes from just surface to deep to psychological to religion. It goes in, (laughs) listen, it goes deep in so many ways that I don't think that I can make one podcast. About the pursuit of perfection. Do I want to stay on this topic? Mm, not really. Um, but if God leads me to, you know, make another podcast about it, I will. But I just wanted to touch on it because what happened was when I was reading the Word, something striked in me about um, the pursuit of perfectionist and also uh, humility when I'm um, reading the word and actually listening to um the bible app this morning so um how can i start this so the pursuit of perfection is um one thing that i can say off top is that we will never be perfect never and that is what a lot of People have to realize is we will never be perfect. The only one whom is perfect is God. point blank period. God is the one that is perfect. Humility helps us realize that we're not we're not we're not enough. Basically, God is enough for us. We have to understand that without God. We are nothing. And so when God blesses you with something, it could cause some people to be moved from gratitude to pride. And when you get pride, you soon feel like, if I try hard enough, if I keep going with this same momentum that God blessed me with, I can still be like great in what I do without inviting God into what you do you now feel like you can do it and you can pretty much fake it till you make it and that you're going to be good enough without him someone who pursues after perfection believes that perfection will protect them so when I uh looked up perfectionism basically it's a belief that If we live perfect, look perfect, act perfect, we can avoid pain of blame, judgment, and shame. So basically, when you become a perfectionism person or a person that pursues after perfection... You basically are trying somehow to control stress and limit bad outcomes in your life. That's why I say it's it's so many levels of this. It's so many levels of this. And me, myself, I can testify on the control of stress and limit bad outcomes. I done done that so many times to where... It's not that I'm trying to be perfect. It's just that I will try to take myself out of situations before a, a, a bad outcome comes. Because in my in my world, I'm limiting it the bad outcomes and stress of a situation. When indeed God is saying, "I don't. I need you to go through this situation. But your problem is you're trying to go through the situation, Quinny, without me. So of course you're going to have a bad outcome." Of course, you're going to have stress, but if God before me, who can be against me? And that is what you have to remind yourself when you start to feel like you can make moves by yourself or handle situations by yourself, you have already failed. You have already failed. And that is what I had to come into reality. I had to get a reality check that you cannot control stress. You cannot control um, bad outcomes. The only way that you can control that is walking through it with God, allowing him to take full control of your emotions, your thoughts, and even the outcome. Because he is the finisher and the author of our faith. Humility can cost you something. It may hurt your pride, but I promise you that it will lead you into an abundant life, a life of gratitude, a life of peace, a life of when you when you literally like allow God to take his place in your life. So many things could happen. For you in your future, it's just going to take you. a, a um, a, it might cost you something to be, um, to set your pride aside or to set this perfected person that you put out to the world and be honest with yourself and say that I'm not that, I'm not this, I'm not that. Yeah, you might lose people, you might lose. People that were, but you're losing. You listen. If you lose people in this season of you actually humbling yourself and not doing the rah rah rah, I'm 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 perfect, I'm perfect, I'm perfect type of thing, you are losing the right people because that means that they were only around you because of the hype. They were only around you because of the money that you made. They were only around you because of the talents that you carry. They were only around you because of the anointing that you carry. So there's no need to worry about the people that you may l- that lose when you become humble. 1 Peter 5 and 6 says, humble yourselves. Therefore, it's under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. So we have to humble ourselves, get under God's mighty hand, his righteous hand, that he may, not you, not your money, not your success, not your friends, not your events, not your networking, but he will, God will lift you up in due time. His timing is better than your timing. His timing is better than you pushing the door open or forcing the door open. Let him open up the door when you arrive. His timing, not forcing somebody to marry you or forcing somebody to put a ring on your finger, but allowing God to present the guy to you at the perfect time where he is developed. When he is ready to be a husband, listen, in God's due time, we have to understand that we are not the author and the finisher of our own faith. But if you, are pursue, if you are in pursuit of perfectionist, you become the writer of your own story. Sometimes without even knowing it. What A person that pursues after perfection have to learn patience. People want a microwave love story. They want microwave success. They want microwave come-ups in this world, and it's killing their peace. It's killing their peace. Social media will really, 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 really have people jacked up. Because one, one, it allows people to develop comparison to other people. And the fact that they are comparing themselves to other people who are lying. Cause social media allows people to be whatever they want to be real talk. I promise you this. I promise you this. Somebody can go and make a page today and say, I am a relative. Someone can go and make a page and say, I am a artist. Someone can make a page and say that I am married. Someone can make a page and say that I am a millionaire Someone can make a page and says that I am, a uh, darn, prince is a king. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, honey, social media will have you jacked up in comparison to people and their false illusions of themselves. You can be anything. There's so many ways that you can post things and put things and names on things and say that you did it when you really didn't. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. People will have you to believe that they are doing something by a picture, but behind the picture was a struggle for them to find something that looked good to the eye of man to take your focus off what's really going on in their lives. It's an illusion. It's an illusion. You have people who rent out Airbnbs and and videotape in those Airbnbs and make you think that they live in that house when they live in a two or three bedroom apartment. And it ain't nothing wrong with living in a two or three bedroom apartment. It's really not. But that's how the pursuit of perfection will have people so jacked up because now you're not even... You're not even being truthful to yourself, but you're lying to keep up a certain image for people. It's sad. It's sad. Which made me go back to, so the story, see the thing is like when people forget that they need God, they try to move. That that's what that's what that come from. The social media thing where people have to lie to keep up an image. That comes from you not you 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 forgot about God. You left God all out of this. So now you struggling to keep up with your. This is a cycle that will drive somebody crazy. That's when you start seeing people, it's almost like you can see they're mentally struggling because they're talking and they're contradicting themselves on every post that they make. Because of the, uh, the illusion that they have, they're trying to keep up with it. And now they're looking cray cray on every post that they make, And they don't even realize it. And it's because they literally took God out of the equation. Just because you're good at something don't mean that you don't need God. Just because you're good at making money or just because you're good at being a a motivational speaker or anything. No, you still need God. You still need God. I'm going to tell you why. Peter was, um, was it even Peter? I don't know. I think it was, was a good fisherman. And even though they were good at that, and I learned this from the Bible today, even though they were good at that, some of those disciples were good at literally fishing. They, that was their profession. But when God came into it and told them, I know you couldn't find fish, I need you to go out to deep and I need you to go and drop your nets because you're going to get some fish. They could they could have said, I'll do it another day because I know that when the wind blows a certain way or at a certain time of a day, because I've been doing this for years, I know that I can catch more fish. So I'm not going to do what you asked for me to do. They could have easily said that to God. But because they humbled their titles as fishermen, they humbled themselves. And said, God, I put you in it and I trust your will. I'm going to do exactly what you told me to do. And I'm going to cast out my net. And when they obeyed the voice of God, when they obeyed the man with the plan, basically, they received fish more than what they thought that they could. And so with people that pursue after perfection, they forget that just because you are good at something does not mean that you are not responsible for listening to the voice of God. You have to listen to whatever he is telling you in the season that you are in. Because once you become the hand that turns the knob, You may open a door of destruction. But if you let God give you instructions on which door to open, you will open up the door of success. You will open up the door of success. The things that I feel like... um, That makes people pursue after perfection is like the world, the world and what the opinions of others, Um, poor boundaries, regrets from yesterday. Um, Grudges—they're holding on to grudges. This person did me wrong, so I'm gonna prove them right, and I'm gonna—I'm gonna pursue after, after perfection, and I'm gonna show this person that when they left me, or when they did me wrong, or when they left the deal, or when they took their money, or when they took the ideas and left, I'm gonna show them that I can do it by myself. Toxic relationships. Ugh. Sometimes we have to take inventory of ourselves and and really think about why we are pursuing after a certain thing. Because if God is not the end of that question, you're doing it for self. You're doing it for self. And you have to understand that If you're not real with yourself, you can't be real to the world. And when you're not real to the world, you're putting off false results and you're giving false hope to other people. You're giving false hope to other people. It's an illusion of success. It's an illusion of what you are doing in life. I believe in transparency. I believe in, in showing your authentic self because they will get you in more doors than you will ever think of. Then to keep up an, a false an illusion of always being on top. Of always being on top. We have to understand that God has to be the center of our lives. We cannot control our bad outcomes. We cannot control things that, are, um, that will happen. How, how do we handle that? We take God in the battle with us. We take God in the battle with us. We, we allow him to perfect those things concerning us. And we allow him to do what he needs to do in order for us to reach the goals that we have in life. Listen, I'm going to stop here. I'm going to stop here because I'm like I told you, this is a, a subject that goes into like self images, psychological, religion. This is something that I can go really deep in. Like it's so much that God has shown me about this. And it's so sad because a lot of people, including myself, have went through this uh, this feeling because you want to be better. But if you're not careful, you will find yourself in a pursuit of perfection and you will kill your your peace and you will kill your vision and you will you will leave God out of your plan. That's the worst thing to do. The worst thing to do. So I encourage you. Even this week, stop yourself. Really think about your motives for networking with people, your your motives for being in certain events and things like what are you doing this for? Why why are you connecting with certain people? Is it is it a perfection thing or is it an image thing or, or do you want to be around a certain group because of of a certain image or do you really want to develop authentic friendships and things? We really have to think about the things that we're doing. Think about it. Grow from it. Be honest with yourself so you can be honest with the world. You guys have a wonderful week. I probably will be hitting you up this week in the midweek um, and giving you um, a little bit of encouragement or let you know what's on my mind. So I will talk to you guys later this week and also on Sunday. Love you and you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye.